welcome. Here we are again with Michael Renault and Susan Gaetan. And it is a brand new year. Uh, so it's exciting to see you. I know nice you're still traveling you. a ton. Yes, next week it's Atlanta, <laughs> then Houston, then Vegas for NADA. Yeah, it's uh... and I will see you in Vegas. Yes, that'll be awesome. And if That's anyone's watching fun. this and wants to come hang out with us, you know, just let us know. We're Heck we're, yeah. to, we're coming to hang out, so come on and hang out. Come hang with us. Yep. Have a little cocktail. Have a little convo. Um, yep, exactly. This year we've dubbed the year of the leader. And I want to talk about this because, you know, we had a lot of challenges come our way in 2023, um, both salespeople and managers I've seen, you know, kind of have their struggles, big changes. But I want to talk about what the people are doing, what people are doing to separate themselves this year. So yeah. what is going to give you that edge? And you've been talking about management specifically. Well, yeah, I think this year, as much as it's the much the year of the leader, and that's, you know, as a manager, as a leader, but as a salesperson, am I taking charge of my life and leading my own life the way I need to? Because mm -hmm. I work in a business where I can set my own destiny financially, right? Um, so it's that both leaders. But for me, too, it's it's the also like the subheading is also the manager, right? The year is also the year of the manager and that, um, you know, managers need to lead from the front now now is the time and now we're standing here in january what's going to separate the good manager from the bad manager is the manager that sets an agenda with their staff that's setting goals right now in january giving them a game plan showing them listen this is how many leads this is how many shows this is how this is how many appointments this is how many shows this is how many solds and if you can increase this number look how many more cars you sell. If you take this many more leads, get make this many more appointments, getting salespeople to understand and see that they hit a goal. Like like I was, we talked about this on the last cast, Mike Calvertoy, they do this really cool thing. It's, it's their whole group, the Vaughn Auto Group. If you sell 17 cars, you're elite. Okay, so elite means you get a desk on the showroom floor, you get an extra couple points in gross, and you get to make um, your, own, your own hours in a schedule. Nice. Okay? Okay, but you want to stay elite so you don't really slack off on the hours. Uh -huh. <clears throat> but they have a problem in that they have a lot of salespeople that sell under 12 cars. So the new philosophy from management is if you are elite and have over 17 cars, you get this extra privilege and latitude. But if you are under 12, you're going to lose some of the privileges and latitude. Not You're not going to work more hours or do that stuff, but management's going to work with you a lot more. You're going to have to have a couple more meetings on setting goals and objectives and how you're improving and doing better with managers than the people who are in the 12 to 16. Mm -hmm. Right. That's really cool. Let me back up yeah. a little bit before we go a little. Yeah. More, yeah, yeah you yeah. know, I want to talk, circle back to what you said as far as, um, you know, what people are doing to separate themselves. And you mentioned these guys, <clears throat> Mike Calvert, are talking to their their teams about the rest of the year, right? And this is something and not just them. That that's the, the best managers are doing that. Now, the best right? managers are doing that. But let's talk about this because I know every year, you know, people are talking about resolutions and people are talking about their visions and their goals and vision boards and all of that. Are we doing that with our team? Are we doing that with each individual salesperson? Because I got to tell you, 
I'm going to, you know, the people that are doing that on their own, what do you think? That's probably 5% of all salespeople, you know, so that may seem like something small, but taking an hour, two hours to go through, Hey, this, this is how you're performing right now. This is where we ended up last year. So, you know, if we take the same equation, you know, do, do you want to remain the same? No. Okay. You want to level up? Well, then let's change this formula. And it exactly. starts with performance and it gives your salespeople the ability to really see what it takes to have a different result. So I think that's really important. Yeah. And if you want to know if your salesperson needs this help or not, ask them what their average average uh, commission is per unit. If they don't know their average commission per unit, they need your help with everything else. Oh. If they know that number, they're good. They don't, they, sure, you want to sit with them to show that you're investing in them. So be like, hey, show me your plan for this year. Let them share it with you. Uh -huh. And you'll have a couple pointers and tweaks. Make sure to pat them on the back as many times as you give them tweaks. Okay, but everyone else, show them that you care. Show them that investment. Be that mentor and give them their plan. Otherwise, they're just winging it. You want a bunch, you want a bunch of people who are tied to your paycheck winning it, winging it because that's what it is. That's right. That's and and we do that is in life, I think sometimes. <laughs> right. But you know, especially if you are making this your profession and you truly want to set them up for success, if you really want them to learn to fish on their own, you know, this is the kind of stuff that you need to do. So um, I love that. What else are you seeing? I know you kind of talked about the CRM a little bit. You were talking, you mentioned something a few minutes be right before we, we started filming, but you mentioned something about seeing the average person, both manager and salesperson, they go in every day and they kind of react instead of plan their day. Let's talk about that. So, yeah, it was interesting. Um, I was doing a training not too long ago and we were talking about one of the salespeople. He was a younger salesperson, but he was very ambitious, um, really wants to grow, wants to understand the business, wants to look at it as a business. What are my revenue streams? What is it? You know, how do I grow? How do I get better? How do I build my customer base? Like that type of salesperson, right? Still young, still has a lot to grow, but he's a sponge. And um, he was like, how do I set up my day? And there was another salesperson in there who's um, very meticulous guy put together, got the green suit with the green sneakers and the green watch face, like the whole thing, right? The green glass lenses, like that's his thing. And um, but he has a big customer base of his own and he's a very disciplined person. So I had him come up. I said, D'Angelo, come on up in front of everybody. Tell him, tell everyone about your day. What do you do? He goes, I wake up. 5 a.m. every single day. I make myself a cup of coffee. I have this smoothie drink. I take, I go on a run to the gym. I get to the gym exactly at 5.20. I do my workout, 6.25. I, I shower, change at the gym. I get in the car. It takes me an hour to get to work. I'm there by seven, at the, at the store by 7.30. I sit down in the hot seat. I answer some leads from last night. If some of the phone rings, I get it. Then I start working on my, you know, um, uh, previous customer, you know, notes to previous customers, birthdays, anniversaries, blah, blah, blah. 
and that and it goes on like that all day long. And then at this time, I go to service. I'm like, you're wearing me out just listening. to like, when is this going to end? I get it, but it's totally disciplined. But he's disciplined and he grows and he knows how to fix himself and he structures his day. Can I structure my day that tight? I can't structure my day that tight. That's not how I am. It's not how you are. But people, there are people who need mm-hmm. that structure mm-hmm. in the day and our salespeople need to see that structure and they need to hear that their fellow salespeople do have structure. Like mm-hmm. That. Mm-hmm. That's great. You did what I, what I wanted you to talk about though. Yeah, you mentioned, well, you mentioned someone going in and just diving in instead of taking advantage of the time they're like reacting to, you know, what's in the computer. So get your head out right. of the So, so what happens when managers get into the store, right? What happens when managers get into the store? Most managers act like they act in a office building. They walk right into the store, head right to their desk, sit at their computer and just start typing away. Uh Uh Right. They don't say hi to anyone. They don't shake hands. They're not high-fiving. They're not pumping up their staff. They're not getting people ready for the day. It's like, don't bother me. I got to answer emails and do all this stuff. No. The first thing you need to do is set the tone for the store for the day, right? You're the manager, you're the salesperson, whatever you are, set your tone, take a walk through the store, say hi to everyone. You have to work with all these people all day. If you're delivering cars, you got to work with the billers. You got to work with the porters, right? Managers, you got to work with everyone. Say hi to them, high five them, get everyone in a good mood because if everyone in the store is a good mood, customers are going to have a good mood, right? Mm -hmm. And then- then say hi to everyone, then set up the day. Guys, what do we need to do? Boom, boom, boom. Focus on your staff. Focus on making them great and getting them set up. Then worry about all the bullshit that you have to do throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Because when you walk in and start working on your own bullshit, that means everyone else isn't important. And if you set them up the right way and focus on your staff the moment you walk in the door and make sure they're good and okay, then you can worry about your stuff. It's like having children. Susan, can you can you settle and start your work day until your kids are all set, squared away, and out the door? No. Yeah. No. Right. Why? Because they need to be squared away first. Because if not, right. they'll keep bugging you throughout the whole entire morning. Right. Mom, I'm trying to work, but mom, mom, I'm trying to work. But how much more efficient? How much right. better? How much better is their day? And how much better is your day? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So what what other things? Let's talk about other wins. Well, let's um, talk about other... digging into the CRM. You're a big dig into the CRM person. You love that, right? You love all that proactive activity. Like that's going to be some winners this year, right? I mean, sure, we're avoiding the people we killed during COVID, but there's still a lot of people out there who are sitting on cars that we need to get out of. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think your CRM is just a goldmine. Uh, that's there's no question about it. Um, you know, a lot of us, a lot of people, wait for the phone to ring, <laughs> wait for the next person to show up, wait for the right. next, uh, you know, spoon from your manager, and when really we're sitting on so many opportunities of people that are just waiting to hear from someone that they like and that they want to do business with. So it's, it's definitely simpler than we think. Um, but yeah, your CRM is definitely goldmine. I think that's well, there's so many, well, sorry, finish, finish. There's definitely a lot of opportunity there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and especially, I think it's going to be a lot this year too, because, you know, as much as I think 
we're going to America, we're going to sell more cars than we did last year. I think the American car market is going to be very strong this year. But the reality is, is we're going to have to reel these customers in a little more. We're going to have to give them the confidence to buy because, yeah, the Fed's going to cut rates and that's going to help everybody, right? Somewhere between three and seven rate cuts will be a big help taking off that interest rate pressure. But that doesn't start till March. Mm -hmm. So what are you mm -hmm. going to do between now and March? If you're at a brand where interest rates are still a little higher than normal because you're not Volkswagen where they've got 0% or, you know, Jeep has got 0%, whatever it is. You know, you got to dig a little deeper and you're going to have to get into your CRM and dig and you're going to have to reach out to customers and understanding how you're working that. OK, good farmers, good farmers should be calling orphan owners because there's been a lot of turnover in the dealership recently, especially over the last six to eight months. So with all that turnover, who's calling these customers? Who's letting them know, hey, I want to take care of all your, you know, Corolla needs. Mm -hmm. That's you right. Know? So, you know, those are the things that are going to need to get done this year to be successful and managers are going to have to manage that process. You know, they're going to have to inspect what they expect and make sure that gets done. Right. Yeah. You know, so, so those things I think is, you know, that's big for this year. Okay, so uh, let's talk about um, what else is separating the big guys. I mean, what what is it? No, we like, talk like we talk this? about like... customers. We talk, we talk about customers being a little bit more reluctant to buy. You know, we're not getting those. Yes, I'll come in right now. Yeah, yes, I'm ready fine, to buy right they? now. I mean, think of how we're all spending. We're all still spending money. Right. Look what look what went on. You tell your story at from Disney that you went to. How were people spending money at Disney? Oh, there was definitely money being spent. <laughs> there, was, there was definitely no shortage of money. I mean, you're talking about hundred dollar sweatshirts and ninety dollar right, little mini backpacks. What's that? Right? We're hearing about all this. You know, the economy's rough. The economy's this. But how deep were the lines at the register? That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, there's no shortage of money. Everyone's yeah. buying everything. Right. I mean, there's like the the uh, every single souvenir stand was lying out the door. I mean, it was. But if insane. I turn on the news, it's like ah, the economy's blah. Right. I mean, it's it's it, it's there's like a disconnect almost, mm -hmm. right? There's like mm -hmm. the, the everyone here wants to talk all this talk 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 negative negative negative, but the American consumer is like. Ah. The only person holding me back from spending is all these people talking negative and scaring me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of that. Well, I think that if I'm going to get on the phone, if I need to buy a car, look, I'm, I'm going to put myself in this situation. I need to start car shopping here in the next few weeks. Um, my lease is coming to an end next month. I'm debating. Ooh, everyone I'm debating call with advice. Give her advice. Mm -hmm. I'm debating. Comments. I don't know if I should extend my lease. I think I might do that, but mm. I might make a little, you know, I might make some phone calls next month and see what's out there. Uh, but I got to tell you, it's going to come down who, to who I want to do business with because, you know, there's, yeah, there's stuff that I might be challenged with, you know, maybe not as much as others, but you know, there's still price. I know I might pay a little bit more interest. Uh, I mean, who if knows? You're a Toyota lady. Are you loyal to? Are you going to stay with Toyota? 
I, you it know, I, I don't know. No I don't one's know. listening. No one owns I don't know yet. No, I don't. I don't I'm care kidding, about saying kidding. it. No, I don't <laughs> care. I'm just. I'm literally thinking. I'm. I because I have thought about going um, elsewhere, and it would just. It would take a really, really, really great car for me to do that, and then a great brand, and then a great salesperson. <laughs> I'm that type of person that I could you could have the best car you could have the best brand but if I call your dealership and you know and I happen to get someone who's just you know not <laughs> not up to my standards but this could be different things it's you know like you could still be a little uh what's the word aggressive with me and i'm okay with that if you're taking control and you want to guide this whole experience for me i'm good with that just as long as you you're providing me value and you know what you're doing i would prefer that rather than yeah how can i help you you're looking at that okay and what color do you want okay and when are you looking to buy you know just like yeah like nothing you know i i can do that on my own like i can walk yep. you know it's like but i want someone that's going to be professional that's going to provide me value that's going to help me through these challenges i'm not saying you're going to take them all away okay and that's that i think that's the ticket for this year yes i agree is just you know people don't expect you to get rid of their problems okay you you we know that you you're the sales rep sitting there answering the call or, you know, helping this person out. You don't have this magic wand. We know that. But we at least want someone who's going to help us through that the best way possible. Exactly. Okay. 100%. Because think about it. People have had credit problems over the last couple of years. They don't have as much cash to put down. They're looking for some deals and they're just looking for someone and they know it's going to be a little tougher, but they're looking for someone who's just going to be like, listen, come over here. It's going to be all right if you come over here. Don't now, worry. are you going to get your jerk that's going to be like, you know, I'm not going to pay a dime over what I paid for, two, you know, two years ago. No, right. like, Eric, I mean, yeah, Eric. you're, you're going to get your, you know, your jerk every once in a while, but. For the most part, listen, people are fair. I truly believe that for the most part, people are sensible and they're fair. If it's explained to that way. They don't know as much as you know, right? About cars and the whole car process. So that's where you've got to level up. But you're still human. They're still human. They still want the simple things, right? Are you nice? Are you friendly or do you sound like you just woke up? Like, right. does it sound like they just called to bother you? Like, are you answering the phone like that? Right. That's such a pet peeve of mine. Right. Or Would you rather be doing something like, like that? It's like, no, here, like, come on. Like I was listening to voicemails at the dealership the other day and it was just like, oh, yeah, hey, this is back. Uh, yeah. Give me a call back. I want to just make sure you're in the market. My phone number is 917-27. Like that, like legit. Think of Think about how picky you are just turning on, you know, Netflix or, you know, roaming around trying to figure out what you want to, like, right. listen to for the next hour. Just think about how picky people are with just that. Exactly. Or what goes in your ear, right? What you're listening to on your 
on your well, headphones or you know but I'm more picky right I mean everyone's become so everyone because you but can because you're allowed to be you now. have to we have choices now think about that now think about them having to buy a 30 40 50 60 thousand dollar car when there's <laughs> so, 15 OEMs to choose from at least I mean if people are you know browsing between this and that just to you know get the best experience visually then how do you think people are buying a car i mean i'm picky as hell so you know sorry to go on that rant all right but... so that no 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 i i just i'm gonna do another call for any advice put the comp put it in the comments you know send some notes on our social media page tell susan what she should do what car should she buy what deal <laughs> should she get you know who's got a deal for hey if you got a deal for susan let her know all right uh, you know, listen, I, Toyota, you, you know, know, what's hot right now car. for me, what draws me in, what's hot, what's MPG, hot? baby. Oh. <laughs> I need my MPG. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll pay a little bit more. I don't want to be going to the gas station. Right. I am not, I'm not ready for the full on electric commitment. I am not. And I think I can speak for a lot of people. You know, I just, yeah. <clears throat> I don't have the infrastructure like immediately around me to be able to do that right now, but and that's California and I'm in, and I'm in LA, like I'm not in, in LA, but I'm near LA. Oh, so yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting what route I take. So yeah, if you've got any suggestions for me, I'm driving to a Toyota Camry hybrid. I love my Toyota Camry. I drove Lexus for years and years and years and years and then stopped getting that per diem money <laughs> and then went to the next best thing. Um, so yeah, so that's me. So any advice, right. let I me know. So 2024, I can't wait to um, do our next podcast. I don't think we have enough time to talk about all the things we wanted to talk about. I know we wanted to talk about Jomo too, and um, Toyota and the submarine and <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of, a lot of different things, but, um, but listen, you and I will get some time later on. Um, leave us with some last words of wisdom from our CEO, Michael. Romano. Okay. One last time, any deals for Susan and her new car, get them to her. All right. But on the last piece of advice, shipping's got to be included, by the yeah, way. Shipping's I'm in included. Ventura <laughs> County, California. California. <laughs> That's all right. These guys will make it happen. All right. <laughs> uh, the last piece of advice, everyone, is be your best. Do your best. Make sure your team is doing the best they can. Stop with the excuses. Your paycheck is tied to theirs. We're going to talk Jomo next time. I promise. I promised you this time we do it. We didn't get to it. We're going to talk Jomo next time. We're also going to talk either next podcast or the one right after. We're going to talk about mystery shopping too and have some special guests coming soon. All right. Yeah, cool. Peace out. Love you guys. Yeah, Nada. We'll see hey, you next and time. Hey, if you're at Nada, you want a drink, want to hang out and chat, we're going to be around. I want some know. appetizers with that drink. Yes. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.